Hello there, it's me, Rick. <laughs> Ciao, it's me, Millie. And this is episode 26. 26. Of season three. Today. Of Yonks Ago. I forgot this podcast existed. Oh, I know, but look at us go. We've never been slicker. Season three could have been Dolly B. Who is he? Just another bit of history that we're going to get to know in a brand new little season of Yonks Ago. A father and a daughter putting on a show, finding out about people from Yonks Ago. Y O N K S Ago. Y O N K S Ago. Fact or fiction, we don't know. Y O N K S Ago. We're back. Millie, after a we hiatus. Are back. At least it wasn't 18 months. No, it was a sensible, you know, we, we, we let some weeks go by. You've been busy. Yeah. We, we gave them a little sneak peek episode. Yeah, a little bonus chat. Yeah. A little behind the scenes, a <laughs> peek at the, the raw chemistry um, yeah. that exists on our interstate Zoom <laughs> podcast record. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, I think last time we recorded a proper episode, you might have even been a child, uh, a mere babe in the woods. Oh, and now, damn. Now as we record, Millie, forgive, correct uh, me if I'm wrong, you're a fully-fledged adult. Yeah. I mean. I am. That changes everything. <laughs> it does. We're just two adults R- podcasting. Why didn't I like start the podcast? Like why didn't I go, like I do, hi, my name's Rick. Like why don't we just switch it up a little bit? Like and I take over the podcast. I mean, because uh, you, you missed your opportunity. Um, yeah. And now we've started one, you as an oh, adult. I, sh- I should have taken initiative. That's what being an adult's yeah. all about. My except bad. only after years of, you know, trial and error. Yeah. Uh, you don't uh, just. You see, you know what it was? Well, it was the earthquake. Oh. It messed with my brain, I think. I think I thought I was a child again. You've, you've, you've had a tectonic shift <laughs> in your um, perceived age. Yeah. Because uh, as you right, quite rightly point out, we are recording this on the day of the great Victorian <laughs> earthquake. <laughs> Yes, um, which, they did quake. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all pretty safely agree more of an earth tremor. Yeah, but a sizable one. Yeah, I, I was quaking. I don't know about you. It was. I would say the closest we've got to a quake. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't I've put it in quake ex- territory. I've never experienced quite a quake. Yeah, I mean, normally when we get a tremor. Yeah. Um, which we get from time to time here in Victoria. Oh, I don't notice. Um, normally, everyone's asleep. Um, oh, I see, you get I them see. overnight, and you wake yeah. up, and uh, you'll hear reports of a little bit. And it's off. It's it's often just a little shaky shake. Yeah, you know, yeah. nothing nothing to write home about. <laughs> nothing to even wake you up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a few years ago, back when we lived in the previous house, so a good so you know, like fifteen, yeah. you know, fifteen years ago or so, was the first time I experienced the first proper tremor. While I was awake and, and realised it was happening, it happened at – you were probably asleep though. Oh, I see. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, it was a night time we're watching telly and we thought like this truck was going by the house or something <laughs> for a long time. We're like, what's that? And then we realised, oh, it's a tremor. Ah. Like a proper tremor. <laughs> and today was even more so than that. Yeah. But not quite a quake. No. Um, oh, it, I think it just felt like a quake for me because it shook my whole bed. Yeah. Like yeah. I was sh- – it was fully shaking. You had amplified shakage because yeah. <laughs> you were on a structurally unsound IKEA bunk. Yeah. 
Uh, which really just added. So quite maybe you, maybe you did experience a proper ex- quake. I think I experienced some quakeage. Yeah. So depending on where you were in Victoria, yeah. if you're on an IKEA bunk, earthquake. Earthquake. If you're just sitting around on some stable chairs, probably a tremor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if Donny B ever went through any um, earthquakes. I reckon he, he went through seventeen. <laughs> wow. I'll I'll try to do some research. Um, I'm sure it's a fact that's easily findable oh, yeah. on I the re- internet. I reckon. Yeah. The quake nerds out there always <laughs> logging how many quakes experienced by famous people. Yeah. And if they're not, hold in the market. Just look up if there was an earthquake between the time that he was alive. Yeah. Well, I I did hear that this was the strongest one uh, in Victoria Yeah. Uh, recorded. Not that Donny B spent much time in Victoria. Oh, no. He's basically – no, he didn't come here at all, did he? Well, he came to play cricket. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, from time to time, he'd come down to the mighty MCG. No, I think, I think he never did. <laughs> wow. I think, I think that's just a rumour. He would send up uh, a stand-in. Yeah. <laughs> a little... he, di- he didn't want to come in here because of the earthquakes. A Donnie B impersonator. Um, I, th- I think, look, I'd like to agree with you. I'd like to yes and you. It's part of this, <laughs> the beauty of this. But we've already spoken about his exploits on the MCG. Maybe it wasn't the MCG we know. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was a secret I, MCG. Maybe they moved the MCG to New South Wales, yeah. like a secret. Or maybe it was Bordertown MCG. It was like um, yeah. <laughs> uh, up near Marimbula. Uh, I don't even know where that is. Neither. Um, neither. <laughs> uh, look, so look, the jury's out as to whether Donny B ever set foot in Victoria. Yeah. Um, he definitely didn't experience an earth tremor the way we did. No. Um, so in many ways, we're better than Donny B. <laughs> uh, look, it's been a long time since we talked about the exploits of Donny B. I've got to try to recap, and I barely, I barely know uh, what was going on. <laughs> uh, so I think last time we met, he'd he'd had his first Ashes series. Oh yeah, he'd done pretty good. He did. All right, better than average. But I'd in say. a losing side. Yeah. Uh, the side did hard, put up hardly, hardly a whimper. <laughs> he did have to be the 12th man for one of the games. Oh, yeah. uh, so he obviously wasn't going great guns, but he ended strong. No, he did end strong. As did Archie Jackson. Yep. The, the future, The future's promising. Yeah. Uh, and then in between series, he's doing his state games and uh, you'd have to say Donny B really found, really started to flex his uh, cricket muscles. He why was, not? Why, why would you keep it in? He was just uh, dominating. He scored 450-odd, set a new oh, record. Oh, yeah, a new record. Uh, and everyone's like, Donny B's pretty good, eh? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, he's pretty good. Um, and he's getting more and more media attention. Oh, and didn't we find out that, what's his name, like actually secretly hates him? Not and secretly. because of all the attention uh, and the fact that this young buck has become the darling yeah. of, the, of the Australian uh, public, some teammates, uh, namely one of our favourites, the Kipper, the yep. Axe Man, they've actually got a bit of a beef with our man Donny B. I'd like to think that it's just like some friendly beef, though. Like, you yeah, know? yeah, either that or um, <gasps> enemies to lovers, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a fine line between uh, love and hate. And because there was this beef that we discovered, I thought I'd better check out um, more about the life of one axe man, the Kipper, <gasps> Alan Kippax. Yeah. Um, to find out if maybe he was a secret villain this whole time and we just, yeah. we just liked him and didn't realise. Yeah. Um, and, or, or maybe he's delightful and does that mean Donny B is <gasps> the villain of the piece? Maybe we're learning about the villain maybe. this whole time. Or <sighs> maybe, as you say, it's just two nice 
guys who've got some beef that may be a bit more love than hate. Yeah. And we just don't even realise. Yeah. Historians will say they're friends. Um, well, but it's for us to decide, isn't yeah, it? Indeed. So I did a little looking into uh, the life of Alan Kippax um, and a, a wonderful cricketer, as we already know. Yeah. Um, he was, as, as we've already discovered, the person who uh, encouraged Donny B to open his eyes. Yeah. Which changed the whole course of his career. <laughs> um, and this is what people had to say about uh, the Kipper, that he was a small, gentle man oh. with a kindly way about him. Kipax enjoyed a great reputation within the game. He was a man of personal charm. He was what? as elegant off the field as he was on. Uh, a cricket writer wrote, to visit him in his Bellevue home was to be transported into a calm <laughs> 1930s world of silk smoking jackets, art deco trimmings. Um, so he was just a delightful... Uh, yeah. look, look, look. But they say he was small. I was like picturing like a Hagrid sort of size. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a, a lot of great cricketers are tiny in stature. Yeah, but like his name. The Kipper. Yeah. The Axeman. The Axeman. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, he's like... Massive. Smaller stature, huge of heart. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Hagrid-sized heart. Um, so, look, I think, without a doubt, uh, our man Kipper is not the villain of the no. piece. Is Donny B the villain? Uh, they just didn't see eye to eye, I reckon. I mean, it's hard to believe I that anyone's got I just, beef. I, I just reckon their star signs were compatible. That's what it is. It is. Um, and, look, to be fair, a little uh, as we also learnt, they, had, uh, they were in different sporting store camps. Yeah. The Kipper had his own sporting store, exactly. which was doing well until the Bradman threw his sizable, <laughs> um, you know, media weight behind a rival store, yeah. which cost Kipper some sweet bucks. Uh, so, look, once finance gets into it, it's always going to strain a friendship. Exactly. Uh, but hopefully they can keep a professional on the field. I reckon. I reckon they, they can. Do, they're always like together, I swear. Yeah. Uh, I, I really felt like they were a team. Me too. Um but I am glad. I am very relieved to find out that our man uh, Axeman oh, he's just a legend. Is top notch. <laughs> uh, everyone around Donny B is a legend. Yeah, Archie Jackson, the the beboiled legend. <laughs> <laughs> Axeman, smoking jacket queen. Yeah, like just winning at life. Um, but anyway, back to cricket. Yes. Um, and so they went off to. He'd been selected for the touring side for to go to England. Yeah. For the 1930s. First first overseas trip. Ashes trip. That's right. He's heading overseas on a boat um, is where he's going. Right. So we're off on a boat, which, look, it's not like these days where you'd hop on a plane. Nah. This is months. Well, a month and a half maybe. month and a half journey. Little boat trip. Yeah. Um, And so it's it's, it's hard to keep yourself busy. They play a lot of sports on the deck. Who would have thought? And uh, deck tennis and (laughs) coits were high on Bradman's list of uh, daily activities. Um, And he was competitive to the point of obsession in all the (laughs) deck games. Our Johnny B wants to win. Yeah. I would would hope so. He's – wait, was he a Virgo as well? I feel like his birthday is in August. Yeah, I feel like he was – but maybe I'm getting confused with Nancy Waite because she was like the 31st, I remember. Every Why do we never remember? <laughs> why don't we ever – I feel like he was like 29 or something. No, that's Liam Payne. It's hard to uh, remember yeah. all, all the famous August birthdays. I'm going to pause the podcast <laughs> and we're going to solve this mystery, all right? And we're going to try to lock it into our brains so we, next time we wonder, we're going to know. Can we do it? We can. 
All right, I've done my research. I've Googleated it, and uh, I think you're right. Virgo, 27th of August. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Um, and so, I mean, I've got to say, when it comes to like, if you were stuck on a ship and there was some deck games to be played, that's what I was saying. Like, you would be like, I'm, I'm going to dominate. And you know what? I did one time on one of the school camps. Yes. I brought a deck of cards because we weren't allowed to bring anything. Yes. So I snuck in a, a deck of cards and Ooh. I dominated. Like, what yeah. game? What game are you playing? Spit. Spit. Yeah. Jinx. Uh. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun actually. I really enjoyed winning. I bet you did, <laughs> just like Donny B. Exactly. Um, and so Donny B's out there. There's deck tennis. There's coits, and he's like, "I'm gonna take everyone." What who... the hell is coits? Coits is the one where there's a little stick, and uh, you got the little round thing, and you throw it, the the round thing onto the stick. <gasps> I love that game. Yeah. I also I'm really bad at it though. <laughs> yeah, but if you're stuck on a ship, I reckon you get good real quick. Yeah, you'd be like, "Gonna gotta master coits." Yeah. Um, and so he kept a little diary as well. There was not much uh, in his diary apart from keeping track of um, who he was beating at games. <laughs> I would, I did that. <laughs> Donny B is very relatable to you right now. Uh, so he'd have entries like Monday, thirty first of March, uh, game of tennis and swim before breakfast. <laughs> I would do this. Beat Mr. Gardner 6-1 in ball tennis singles. <laughs> then beat Kipax 6-0 in semi-final. Oh, didn't even give him a point. No, final played at 3 o'clock before a large gallery and I beat Alec Harwood 6-1, 7-5. Um, <laughs> so he, of all those scores listed, he humiliated the yeah, Kipper. he did. Just <laughs> adding to the beef. Oh. Unless, unless, what's his name, the Kipax was trying to like... He, he he goes easy on him because they're actually secretly in love. Ah, oh, and he knows uh, Donny B needs to feel the yeah. victory to fuel him. I think onwards. he's just being friendly. He knows how to motivate Donny yeah. B. And um, you got to say who's who's to question him. Yeah, everything he does for Donny B seems to work yeah, out. Open your eyes. I mean, come on. Open your eyes. Right. Beat me at tennis. <laughs> yeah. You know, all these things are going to make you a better cricketer. And uh, I've got to say, probably spot on, Kipper. Yeah. Spot on. Um, and so, yeah, so look, all we learn is that he keeps himself busy, uh, absolutely whooping <laughs> everyone and they go for like four, four weeks, six weeks. They, they, they end up in Paris. Oh. Uh, in the French capital. Uh, they, when the, when the 22nd of April, they end up in 1930. So I think that's before Nancy Wake was there. She doesn't get there until just before the war, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So like sort of mid to late, um, yeah. mid to late. 30. So, yeah, so look, Donny B got to Paris before Nancy. That's, do you reckon they were cross paths? Like, in a, were they both in New South Wales? Uh, yes. I reckon they did. Similar <laughs> journeys, isn't it? Um, she, he's going from, he went from Australia to Paris to London, whereas she went from Australia to New York. Uh, to you know, everywhere. Yeah, and then to, to London and then to Paris. Yeah. So she went London first, then Paris. He's gone Paris first, then London. Uh, so, look, that's very different lives they're yeah. living right there. Uh, oh, and she was an awesome war spy and he played cricket. So that's I, all No, I reckon they crossed paths before they left. In, in, a, in, in New South Wales? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she definitely went to watch Donny B play cricket. 100%, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think she was always sneaking out as well, like the mum wouldn't take her, but... I think there's a chance, because she's a bit of a prankster, Nancy Wake. Yeah. I think there's a bit of a chance that he, she met uh, uh, Donny B when he was just starting out at cricket... Yeah. Um, when he was pretty good, but you know, hadn't quite made it yet. And she, he, she said to him, 
you know what would make you really good? Close your eyes. <laughs> and he spent the next few years batting with his eyes yeah, closed. Yeah, I think so. Um, and she just was laughing. Every time he went out there, she was laughing. <laughs> and that was uh, – took him the kipper. Yeah. Changed that. But, uh, yeah, that's why he was batting with his eyes closed that whole yeah. time. Classic. I mean, he was still pretty good. He sometimes scored a century. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. Look, we can say it was a prank, but I actually think it made him a better player. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like using the force. <laughs> he was relying on, relying on the other yeah. senses. yeah. So when he finally opened his eyes, he had a whole range of senses exactly. to call on. He could see it, smell it, <laughs> taste it. He could do it all. Um, so he goes to Paris. He's uh, He goes to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't he you? He that off. Yeah. Uh, he does that. Um, and he says of France, uh, while he was there, he says they've got strange customs, uh, the French, yeah. such as shows that run all night. <laughs> Bradman couldn't believe it. He could stay up all night at a show. He's like, what, what about sleep? <laughs> like, I, sleep. I don't think Donnie B was much of a party animal. Uh, again, that's where him and Nancy Wake differ. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she loved about Paris. Yeah. Um, and so he was not up for that at all. He's no. got cricket to play. Yeah. Um, and get coits to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, he gets to England for the 1930s Ashes series. So let us please have a little look at the stats. Let us. I love statistics. Um, So it was a five-test series. Yep. Uh, Now, this series started, um, they, you know, they prioritise youth. They've got Donny B. They've got Mm -hmm. Archie Jackson. They're like, um, you know, the future is bright. But generally, everyone agreed the Aussie team was not up for it. No. They were like, uh, they've just lost in Australia, however, 4-1 <laughs> or something like that. Um, they've got some good players, but they are about to get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first test uh, kicks off. Uh, it's at Trent Bridge, everyone, in Nottingham, in case you, uh, in case you were curious. Sheesh. The sheriff of uh, Nottingham. <laughs> Don't you know your Robin Hood facts? No. Where's your Robin Hood knowledge? <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I blame I myself. I, yeah, it's, I blame it's, myself. I mean, come on, it's not my fault. No, no. I, I've, I mean, I feel like I've tried to give you a wide range of, uh, you know, pop culture knowledge, but it's just some things fall through the cracks yeah. and Robin Hood clearly yeah. one of them. I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm ashamed of myself. I know um, who Robin Hood is. You know who Robin Hood is? Yeah, well, yeah, That's yeah. a start, but you don't know who the Sheriff of Nottingham is. No, nope, I don't think it's the villain. It's the villain of yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah, that's what I thought. One off, one off. Yeah, yeah. Um, spoilers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, but yeah, look, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give you a, at least a brief education. One of these movie nights, I'm just gonna show you a Robin Hood okay. movie, just so you've got a little. Ah, uh, what's that Doctor Who episode? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, got, yeah. yeah, sure. Well, they probably had a sheriff. Of it had aliens in, in it though, as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> classic. Yeah, uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham was a Dalek. Oh, so, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we are in uh, Nottingham for the first test and um, I've got to tell you, England wins by 93 runs. That's not that much, is it? No, it's a, it's a, it's a solid effort. Uh, and in the first innings, top scoring for Australia. Donny B. Our man, the kipper, the axe oh, man. Oh, yeah. 64 runs, solid oh. effort. <laughs> like he made 64 by himself. Um, yeah. Australia made 144 in that inning. So oh, yeah. he, he made a decent size of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Donny B doesn't get a mention in that first innings. No, it was trash. Um, but in the second innings, uh, as we were trying to, you know, 
established <laughs> some sort of dominance. Our man Donny B, 131. That's good. That's so he's good got effort. himself a cheeky little century in the second yeah. innings uh, in the first test. First uh, overseas century, yeah, I'd say. that's good. Um, so solid start for A, for, for Kipper, mm-hmm. and also for Donny B. But, again... In a losing side. <laughs> yeah. So what good was it? You know, you could, It's a good experience. Yeah, yeah. But definitely uh, people in England are like, gee, Donny B's all right, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, not so good that they're going to win the game. What about Archie Jackson? Jackson? Is he Jackson sickly? does not get a mention. Yeah. I'm guessing the boils are all over yeah, his body. Yeah, yeah. He can hardly stand. But I mean, he, he still just, played well. He was just on a boat. Surely everyone has them now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then we get to the second test. Where are we? Where are we? We're in Lords, the home of cricket. Yep. In London. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's the second test. England wins the toss, Alex to bat. And first innings, uh, they get to, England get to 425 runs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's solid. All yep. out for, 100, for 425. Yeah. And then our man Donny B comes in. And uh, scores that exact number. He scores 254 runs. That is a lot of runs still. Um, and someone called Jay White. Oh, that's a boring name. Uh, I'm going to say Jack. Jack White. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a cricketer. Jack White, White? Uh, scored. I oh know Jack White's a bowler for England. That's why <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of him. Uh, he got three for 158. So Donny B was the only batsman of note. He scored 254, but we made six for 729 declared. So I'm guessing other people, other people must have scored some runs. That is a lot of runs. 729 runs declared. Good. Are we going to win this one? Uh, England in the second innings made 375, so we had to bat again. We needed 70-odd runs to win, which we got for yep. the loss of three wickets. Uh, so Australia won by seven wickets. So it's one all. Damn, that with, first innings. With Donny B just uh, – so he scored 131 in the first What's test, happening? 254 in the second Something test. happened on that boat. Got to be. Uh, then we get to the third test. This is in uh, Leeds uh, at Headingley. Uh, yep. <laughs> look, you got to start remembering these names because they're gonna they're gonna start playing a big part not just in this podcast but in your life. Am I going there? Are we going there? Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take you overseas because international travel is huge in our future. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've got to get away from the earthquakes. <laughs> got to relocate. Yeah. And I'm going to use cricket as the anchor. Um, so third test in Leeds. Uh, what's happened? Australia's won the toss. Oh. They've elected to bat. Is that a bad thing? Uh, well, it's the first time we've gone out to bat first, I think, this whole series. Oh, so I see. Donny B. Scores every all the runs. Well, he doesn't score all the runs. He scores 334 of the runs. Jeez, just getting better. 334 runs. This was a this was a record uh, at the time, I believe, uh, for an Australian Jeez. highest test score for an Australian. 334 Damn. runs out of 566 we made Damn. all out. Uh, England barely made uh, <laughs> barely made a whimper, but we ran out of time. Oh, draw? Rain. Rain affected. Oh, that's not fair. I don't like how that happens. It was a draw. So Donny B's... That's not fair. <laughs> it is It is sad. I mean, you've you got to agree. If, if Donny B's made 334, just give us the win. Oh, just surely they can just extend the days. Yeah. Come back, come back yeah, tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah, find a way. I think... 
So we scored um, 100-odd in the first test, 200-odd in the second test, 300-odd in the third test. You can see where this is going. It's, I mean, it's when just, does it end? It just keeps rising. Um, but the match was a draw, so it's still one all in the series. Yeah. Fourth test takes place in Manchester. I know that place. Old Trafford. Old Trafford is the name of the cricket ground. Sounds like Old Tractor. (laughs) Yes. Uh, There was an old. Everyone comes to the ground on an old tractor to watch the cricket at Old Trafford in Manchester. Um, And who wins the toss? Who do you reckon? England. No. Nah, why did I say that? Obviously, it's Australia if you're asking me. Uh, no, no, I just thought I should start asking you. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's yeah, something you can try the to thing win. Is like, I was like, it's going to be Australia, and then I said England. No, it's tough when there's 50 <laughs> 50. You play mind games with yourself. Um, Australia won the toss, elected to bat. Yep. Um, and oh dear. what's happened? Oh, dear. Um, it's... Archie Jackson just dropped dead. <laughs> Ponderous Ponsford made Forgot 83. About him. Uh, Donny B doesn't get a mention. Oh dear. Uh, we made 345. England made 251. But again, match drawn, uh, rain affected. Extend the days. I, why don't they do that? So we're at one game all, two draws, one game left in the series. So this is the tiebreaker unless it's going to be a draw again. Then what do they do? Is it the series draw? draw? Yeah. and whoever, Where do the Ashes go? Whoever the, has the whoever you've got to retain. win the ashes to yeah, take them I off knew the person. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a draw, the people who has them retain the yeah, ashes. Yeah, got it, got it. Uh, so fifth and final test. It's a nail biter. The whole is. nation is on the edge of their seat because yeah. these, as I as I said at the start, people gave Australia no chance, mm. uh, and yet Donny B has been. Scoring runs like a machine uh, and has got us to the position where we could win this series. I reckon we've got this one and I can't jinx it because it's already happened. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> uh, they go out for the toss. Who wins the toss? This one is England. England because wins the toss. now we're the underdogs. <laughs> now we're the underdogs. And they elected to bat. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you uh, this match does not end in a draw. So someone oh. does win this game. It's going to be England because... England go out to bat. They score 405 runs. It's okay. We can do better. That's a decent, that's a decent effort. Australia comes out for their first innings. Our man Don Bradman, 232 runs. That's good. That's good. That's good. It's good. It's beyond good. He scored 230. <laughs> Do you know how many runs this man scored this series? <laughs> a truck done. Um, a tractor A tractor load of runs um, Here at Oh we're at the Oval I didn't tell you We're at the Oval back, uh, In London uh, Not not at Lords. We're back in London Okay Different different place in London Got it uh, So Donny B scored 232 runs uh, Out of 695 runs Australia Oh makes. that's good That's good That's good um, So we're a good 290 runs Ahead of them In the mm. first innings Um England comes out for their second innings and they all out for 251. We do not even have to bat again. Australia wins. So Uh, our bowlers are pretty good, eh? We win by an innings and 39. Yeah, you know who was doing all the damage this season? I wasn't talking about our bowlers, but I probably should have. Yeah. Um, First test, uh, our man, smiling assassin, Clary Grimmett, five for 107. Jeez. He's got in the first innings. And five for 94 in the second innings. That's 10 wickets for our man, Smiling mm-hmm. Assassin, Clary Grimmett, in the first if you test. Get, if you get five wickets, 
do you get to like hold the ball thing up? Is you that- do now. That, that didn't start until recently. Is it five? Yeah, five in Got innings. It. Yeah. Got it. The, the big things for bowlers are five for in an innings and ten in a match. Um, got it. Yeah, and so he's got he's got he's got five in both innings and ten for the match. Obviously. Yeah. Um, Second test uh, in the second innings, Clary Grimmett, Smiling Assassin, six for 167. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why do we call him the Smiling Assassin? Just because when we were talking about him, you know. Just, just, just... <laughs> How do you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> I remember some stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, se- in the third test, uh, England's first innings, Clary Grimmett, okay. five for 135. MVP, MVP. Uh, absolutely dominating. What about... Second, no, nah, it didn't do much in the fourth test. And in the fifth test, Clary Grimmett, four for 135. Nice. Um, but it was in the in the final innings where we got them all out for 251, so we didn't have to bat again. It was a bowler who we've never mentioned. Ooh. P. Hornybrook. <laughs> Seven for 92. Not too bad from P. Hornybrook. That's good. Um, so Percy. we win the series. Two, Percy. one. Percy. Percy Hornybrook, gotta be, gotta be Percy. It's gotta be. Uh, I'm not going to check it out because no. that makes more sense than anything has. But I didn't. I wasn't going to check it out. But um, I've got a list of the most wickets for the series. Uh, in fourth place was Englishman Walter Robbins with ten wickets. Boring name. In four, in third place on the podium, Percy Hornybrook. Really? Percy, Did you say Percy? Hornybrook. See. I was originally going to say Peter because it's the first yeah. one that came to my mind. And then I was like, no, nah, that's a Percy. You nailed it. What he, the hell? That is so cool. He got 13 wickets in out of, second place. Out of all the P names. Yeah, I know. You nailed it. Yeah. You got the era right. Yeah. In second place, another Englishman, Morris Tate, with 15 wickets. <laughs> Morris? So the second leading wicket taker got 15. Obviously, yeah. gold medalist for the series, smiling assassin, Clary Grimmett. Yep. 29 wickets. Damn! That's Is that a record? More. That's almost double second place. That's got to be a record. Nah, people have scored, gotten heaps more than that these days. In, in the Ashes? Yeah, in the Ashes. Mitchell Johnson's got... Yeah, but like in that day, oh. you're saying, that, was that a record? Like, did he... Oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, should, I should check. Um, and now we go to most runs in... Fourth place, Bill Woodfull, uh, three, 345 <laughs> Billy runs. Billy Woody. <laughs> Billy Woody. Uh, and it's wait, in third place. How do I pronounce that? Just, just go for it. Duleep Singh is 416 <laughs> runs. In second place, another Englishman, Herbert Sutcliffe, 436 <laughs> runs. And in first place... for the Wait, is this for the whole series? For the whole series. Oh, well, he got that in one game. <laughs> first place, Donny B, 974 runs for the series. Was- More than double second place. Whoa. Is that a record for him? Uh, that is easily a record for him uh, for this uh, so far. And if you thought people were impressed by Donny B before this series... They are going yeah. absolutely yeah. <laughs> mad for Donny B now. He has dominated the series. That sports shop that he... <sighs> they are happy they got Donny B on board they... as spokesman. Everyone's going there right now. Um, so not only is Clary Grimmett, the smiling assassin, uh, proved uh, yeah. how smiley and assassin-y he is. <laughs> Donny B is now the talk of the town and everyone loves it except for one 
A. Kipax, yeah. who's like, God damn Donnie B. <laughs> I top scored in the first innings uh, of the whole series. I got 60-odd <laughs> runs. No one's talking about that. No one's talking about the axe man <laughs> and his solid 60-odd runs because bloody 900 and something Donnie <laughs> B. Whatever. Um, and I bet he refused to play deck tennis with Donnie B on the way home. I reckon. Because he doesn't want any more humiliation. <laughs> so look at this stage. The legend of Donnie B has uh, exploded. Yeah. He's good now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. He's setting records uh, that lasted for a, a very long time. Yeah. And uh, hats off to him. So that is the summary of the 1930s Ashes series. We've made good time um, and, and it was nice. Look, we've, we've done a decent amount for our comeback episode. Yeah. Who knows when we will record another one? Oh, you know. We have to oh. wait for another earthquake. Yes. <laughs> another natural disaster. Um, look, so because – look, Might not be um, long because of climate change. So. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. We could be having earthquakes weekly. <laughs> um, but look. Obviously, as we've said numerous times during this season, Millie's doing year 12, mate. It's getting to the business end. Yeah, come on, guys. It's getting to the pointy end. Um, it's exams. It's it's Also, it's you're study. busy too, like. Uh, not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate, I appreciate the encouragement. Um, but, look, I've got lots of time to podcast, Millie. That's all I'm saying. Whenever you're ready. That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's who I am now. I'm more microphone than man. Um, but... This is if you've done if you're looking at your calendar if you check on when this has been recorded and released we're in the middle of school holidays yeah first week second week yeah. not much school holidays for me yes yeah, do, do you have to get back to it yeah practice exams all right so this was the this was the window yeah this was our cheeky little sort of have I studied for them no <laughs> no but you've got to at least allow time you don't want to be distracted yeah. by podcasts while you're avoiding studying exactly. Yeah, you, know, you want to be sitting in your room thinking, I should be studying right now yeah. while you're doing other stuff. But if it's at least yeah. you're not committing to something actual. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've been there. <laughs> I, oh mate, I've procrastinated on study like a, like a like a world champion. I procrastinated on on doing something that I was procrastinating on doing on studying. You were that's procrastination. Yeah. You procrastinated like, yourself. Oh, I should study, but then and then I was like, oh no, maybe I'll do that. I was like, I don't really want to do that. No. I'll do something else. Mate, unless you've been five levels deep in your procrastination, you haven't even scratched the surface of procrastination. You've got to be procrastinate within procrastinate yeah. within procrastinate. So you don't even know what the original the original aim was. I was avoiding something. Who knows what. Um, but hopefully this podcast can provide a bit of procrastination for you at some point. Yeah. Uh, you can use this as some sort of... Yes, sir. No, this is fun to do. Yeah. This is fun. Uh, and now that you're an adult, who knows? Uh, I'll never come back. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, because you won't be in year 12 forever, or will you? Unless... The endless VCE. I could, I could create... Not create. I could set a record. Yeah. Most years in year 12. Oh, the yeah. e, the, the, I haven't wanted to do the that. The E in VCE stands for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for, um, thanks for sticking Listening. with us, Yonky Doodlers. Um, and hopefully, eventually, one day, there'll be another episode of Yonks Ago! Yonks Ago!